When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Longacres Finance Channel. It's hard to believe we are in September already. The year is flying by as summer for us in the Northern Hemisphere is coming to an end. With a new month, it's time to take a look at the best high-yield dividend stocks on my monthly watchlist. September will be the 11th month for the watchlist, so we are very close to having a full year of high-yield picks. So far the process has been very good. With very acceptable results and what I like to call a phenomenal run for high-yield dividend stocks over the past 10 months. Let's kick things off with a quick performance update, and then we will move on to the high-yield stocks for September. The watchlist returned 1.81% during August, which is a decent return for the month, but it falls short of our benchmark, VYM, that was up 2.09%. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks performed a little better, picking up 1.98% last month. However, they too fall short of VYM. SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, rocked a cool 2.98% return in August. Far outpacing the watchlist, the fairly valued and undervalued picks, and VYM. Beating the S&P 500 with a high-yield strategy was never the goal for this watchlist. But after 10 months of returns, we are still sitting in the lead with a few basis points to spare. The long-term goal for this watchlist is to outpace VIM, the Vanguard high-yield ETF. Both the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks are beating VIM year-to-date and since inception. SPY is beating the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks year-to-date, but trails both since inception. I'll dig more into performance later on. Let's get on with the watchlist picks for the month of September. 23 unique companies made the cut to be on the September high yield watchlist. Which means these 23 companies all pay a current dividend yield of 2.75% or more right now. They have a payout ratio below 100%, a market cap of 10 billion or more, a positive 5 year dividend growth rate, a wide or narrow Morningstar moat, a standard or exemplary management team, an S&P rating of B or better, and a positive 5 year revenue and EPS growth rate. The average dividend yield of all 23 companies is 3.31%. The average payout ratio is 60.64%, and the average 5-year dividend growth rate is 10.86%. To me, those are excellent metrics for a monthly watchlist. Based on dividend yield theory, 14 companies appear to be undervalued right now, with 4 additional companies sitting in the fair value zone of no more than 5% overvalued. There are 5 companies from the prior months that have dropped off the watchlist this month. They are Enterprise Products Partners, Morgan Stanley, CMS Energy, DTE Energy, and Alliant Energy. I don't normally dig into the reason why a company falls off the watchlist, but typically the reason is that they fail to meet the minimum required dividend yield of 2.75%. There are 4 new or returning companies to the watchlist this month, and I'll be sure to highlight this fact as we go through the full list. In first place this month we have Toronto Dominion Bank with a 3.81% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory tells us the stock is about 26% overvalued right now, but based on history we know this valuation metric is less reliable with foreign companies. Toronto Dominion has a very attractive payout ratio of 37% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 9.23%. Dominion Bank has appeared on the watchlist for 8 of the last 10 months, taking a short break during June and July of this year. The cumulative return for the 8 months Toronto Dominion has been on the watchlist is 62.55%. That is a phenomenal return and this stock is by far one of the best watchlist picks thus far. Number 2 this month is MT Bank that returns to the watchlist after falling off briefly in August. MT Bank currently pays a dividend yield of 3.17%. 
and dividend yield theory tells us the stock is about 33% undervalued right now. They have a very low payout ratio of 34% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 9.46%. MT Bank has appeared on the watchlist for 6 of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 24.23%. Not quite as good as Toronto Dominion, but a strong return nevertheless. Number 3 this month is Lockheed Martin, with a decent 2.87% dividend yield. The stock looks to be about 8% undervalued right now. It has a very low payout ratio of 30%, with a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 9.77%. Lockheed Martin has appeared on the watches for 8 of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 5.67%. That is a rather low return in comparison to the overall watches. I'll be looking for stronger numbers from Lockheed in the months to come. Number 4 this month is Amgen, with a solid 3.14% dividend yield. Amgen looks to be about 18% undervalued right now. It has a rather high payout ratio of 85% and a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 15.16%. Amgen has been on the watches for all of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 6.99%. Much like Lockheed, Amgen has definitely not been the driver of strong returns for the watches, and I'll be expecting to see better results in the future. Number 5 this month is Clorox. Clorox is making its first appearance on the watchlist, sporting a decent dividend yield of 2.78%. We may not get to enjoy the stock's presence on the watchlist for very long. A decent return this month could push its dividend yield below the threshold. The stock appears to be about 17% undervalued right now, with a pretty high payout ratio of 79% and an average 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.59%. Number 6 this month is 3M Company, with a 3.02% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 8% undervalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 57% and an average 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.48%. 3M has been on the watchlist for all 10 months with a cumulative return of 25.67%. That is a pretty solid return from this dividend aristocrat. However, it isn't doing better than the watchlist average that clocks in just north of 40%. Number 7 this month is Restaurant Brands International, ticker symbol QSR. QSR is also a brand new stock appearing on the watches for the first time this month. They sport a good dividend yield of 3.32% and appear to be about 32% undervalued right now. The payout ratio for QSR is rather high at 95%, but the stock has an excellent 5-year dividend growth rate of 36.43%. I'll be curious to see how long QSR stays on the watches and what type of return we can see from them going forward. Number 8 this month is Principal Financial Group with a solid 3.75% dividend yield. The stock appears to be just slightly undervalued, right around half a percent. It has a solid payout ratio of 39% and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.35%. Principal Financial Group has been on the watchlist for all 10 months, with a cumulative return of 77.23%. The stock has been on a phenomenal run since joining the watchlist, and I look forward to many more months of strong returns from them. Number 9 this month is Pepsi, with a decent dividend yield of 2.76%. That is just barely high enough to be on the watchlist. Pepsi returns to the watchlist after dropping off in August due to its dividend yield being too small. The stock appears to be about 3% overvalued, placing it right in that fair value zone. It has an okay payout ratio of 70% and a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.8%. Pepsi has been on the watchlist for 9 out of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 20.41%. That's a decent run from this beverage giant. Number 10 this month is Evergy, with a pretty good dividend yield of 3.15%. The stock appears to be about 4% undervalued. It has an okay payout ratio of 60% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 13.34%. Evergy has been on the watches for all 10 months, with a cumulative return of 28.52%. A pretty strong run for this utility. The top 10 companies we just finished going over are the ones that I personally consider for inclusion in my portfolios. 
I limit the number of stocks I target from this list at 10 to make this list more manageable to review during the month. Historically, the top 10 stocks from each watchlist have outperformed the watchlist as a whole. I'll talk more about this when we get to the performance review near the end of the video. For now, let's continue on reviewing the September high yield picks. Number 11 this month is the Royal Bank of Canada, with a solid 3.29% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 39% overvalued. But like I mentioned before, dividend yield theory isn't the best valuation method for foreign companies. The stock has a good payout ratio of 40% and an okay 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.13%. The Royal Bank of Canada has appeared on the watchlist for 8 of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 52.35%. That is one of the best long-term returns on the watchlist, and I'll be looking to see if it increases in the future. Number 12 this month is Truist Financial Corporation, with a solid 3.38% dividend yield. Truist appears to be about 11% undervalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 46% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 11.38%. Truist has been on the watchlist for all 10 months, with a cumulative return of 40.11%, placing it right in line with the overall long-term watchlist return. Number 13 this month is Kellogg, with a strong 3.67% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 10% undervalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 58% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 2.68%. Kellogg has been on the watchlist for the last 6 months with a cumulative return of 12.51%. That's not a bad 6-month return from this consumer staple. Number 14 this month is Darden Restaurants with a decent dividend yield of 2.94%. The stock appears to be about 30% undervalued right now. It has a very good payout ratio of 32% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 4.27%. Darden appeared on the watchlist for the first time last month, and thus far has returned 3.27% since joining. Not a bad first month for this consumer discretionary stock. Number 15 this month is Broadcom, with a decent dividend yield of 2.89%. The stock appears to be about 9% undervalued right now. It has a very high payout ratio of 99.98%, just slightly below the watchlist cutoff. Broadcom has a phenomenal 5-year dividend growth rate of 53.01%. Broadcom has been on the watchlist for the last 4 months, with a cumulative return of 9.84% since joining. Not a bad 4-month return for this information technology stock. Number 16 this month is Philip Morris, with a strong 4.66% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 11% overvalued right now. It has a high payout ratio of 85% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 3.22%. Philip Morris has been on the watchlist for the past 6 months, with a cumulative return of 25.75%. That's a pretty solid run from this consumer staple. Number 17th this month is General Mills, with a good 3.54% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 2% overvalued, putting it in the fair value zone. It has a decent payout ratio of 53% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 2.56%. General Mills joined the watchlist last month and has thus far lost 1.78%. I'll be looking to see a better return from this stock this month and in the future. Number 18th this month is WEC Energy Group, with a decent 2.85% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 5% overvalued, placing it right at the top of the fair value zone. It has a decent payout ratio of 64% and an okay 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.74%. WEC has been on the watchlist for the last 8 months, with a cumulative return of 4.96% since joining. That's a rather low return from this utility, and I'll be looking for better results in the future. Number 19 this month is Sempra Energy, with a good 3.34% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 12% undervalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of 62% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 
Semper has been on the watchlist for the last six months, with a cumulative return of 16.05%. That's a solid half-year return from this utility. Number 20 this month is Southern Company, with an excellent 4.02% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 11% overvalued right now. It has a higher payout ratio of 86%, and a rather poor 5-year dividend growth rate of 3.37%. Southern has been on the watchlist for all 10 months, with a cumulative return of 19.16%. They're definitely not one of the best stocks on the watches, but earning almost 20% over 10 months is nothing to sneeze at. Number 21 this month is Kimberly Clark Corporation, with a good 3.33% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 4% undervalued right now. It has an okay payout ratio of about 75% and a low 5-year dividend growth rate of 4.03%. Kimberly Clark has been on the watches for the last 7 months, with a cumulative return of 6.17%. That's a rather small return over this time period, especially when compared to some of the other watchlist stocks. Number 22 this month is Bank of Montreal, with a good 3.36% dividend yield. The stock looks to be about 38% overvalued right now. It has a solid payout ratio of about 39% and an okay 5-year dividend growth rate of 5.64%. BMO has been on the watchlist for 8 of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 79.89%. It is the best absolute return of any stock on the watchlist during the past 10 months. Let's see if BMO can add to this return in September. And the final, 23rd stock this month is Rogers Communications, with a 3.12% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 28% overvalued right now. It has a decent payout ratio of about 62% and an okay 5-year dividend growth rate of 5.67%. RCI has been on the watches for 8 of the last 10 months, with a cumulative return of 28.16%. That's a pretty decent 8-month return from one of the few communication stocks on the watchlist. There you have it, those are the 23 high yield dividend stocks that made it onto the September watches. Let's jump over to past performance now. As stated earlier, the August watches returned 1.81% last month. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks from August returned 1.96%. VYM, the benchmark I used for this watchlist, returned 2.09%, outpacing the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks. SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, returned 2.98% beating the watchlist by more than 1% in August. Year-to-date, SPY takes the lead after August with a total return of 21.58%. The watchlist slides down into second place with a total return of 20.64%. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks sit in third place with a total return of 19.86%. And VYM brings up the rear with a total return of 19.15%. As you can see, all four returns are very close, and I am happy to see that both the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks remain ahead of VYM on the year. Since inception, which was November of 2020, the watchlist has the best return of 40.47%. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks are in a close second with a total return of 40.37%. SPY is getting closer with a total return of 39.81%, and VYM trails all with a return of 38.32%. The top 10 stocks from each watchlist that I personally consider for my portfolios have actually performed quite well during the past 10 months. Year-to-date, the top 10 stocks have a total return of 25.93%, placing them a little more than 5% ahead of the watchlist. Since inception, the top 10 stocks have returned 54.97%, which is about 14.5% more than the watchlist. Whether this trend can continue? I don't know, but I'll be here tracking it all along the way. Some of the more notable returns on the watchlist in August were 5.77% from Evergy, 8.8% from Morgan Stanley, 8.55% from Principal Financial Group, and 5.69% from Truist Financial Corporation. We had a few negative returns during the month, but Amgen was by far the worst stock with a loss of 5.92%. The top 5 stocks on the watchlist thus far are 
Bank of Montreal with a 79.89% return. Principal Financial Group in a close second with a 77.23% return. Toronto Dominion Bank with a 62.55% return. Cisco with a 57.67% return. And the Royal Bank of Canada with a 52.35% return. Looks like Canadian banks are dominating the top returns on the watchlist. The last performance measure I want to go over is a mock buy and hold portfolio. Since a buy and hold investing strategy is a popular approach among dividend investors, I have been tracking how such an approach would have worked with this watchlist, the fairly valued and undervalued stocks, and just recently added another mock portfolio for the top 10 stocks. The buy and hold approach is quite simple. It assumes that each month you would allocate an equal sum of money to each of the stocks on the watchlist. You would never liquidate this position and repeat this process each month. Therefore, when a stock falls off the watchlist, it would still remain in a buy and hold portfolio. The mock buy and hold portfolio for the entire watchlist returned 2.35% in August. That is 0.47% better than the watchlist return itself. The mock buy and hold portfolio for the fairly valued and undervalued stocks returned 2.72% in August. An even better return. A buy and hold approach to VYM would of course return the same amount as the fund itself, which was 2.09%. So both the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued mock buy and hold portfolios beat VYM in August. The mock buy and hold portfolio to the top 10 stocks would have returned 2.91% in August, clocking in as the best return for the month. Year to date, the mock buy and hold portfolio for the entire watchlist is up 22%. The fairly valued and undervalued buy and hold portfolio is up 21.91%. VYM is up 19.15%. And the top 10 stocks are up 27.19%. Each of the buy and hold mock portfolios is doing better than the watchlist returns for the same period of time. The since inception returns are higher than the watchlist returns as well. The top 10 stocks buy and hold mock portfolio is up 56.95% since November of 2020. The fairly valued and undervalued buy and hold mock portfolio is up 43% since inception. The entire watchlist buy and hold mock portfolio is up 42.03% since inception. And VYM is up 38.32%. The case for a buy and hold investing approach continues to get stronger, as many of the legacy stocks continue to see strong returns after dropping off the watchlist. The only caveat here is that with the buy and hold approach, the number of holdings in your portfolio could become quite high. For example, the entire watchlist buy and hold mock portfolio would hold 46 unique companies at the end of August. The fairly valued and undervalued buy and hold mock portfolio would hold 41 unique companies. And the top 10 stocks buy and hold mock portfolio would hold 28 unique companies. And with that, I will wrap it up. Let me know what you think of the September high dividend yield stock watchlist. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.